What does it take to become an expert? On today's show, I'm going to go through what can be a controversial topic, talking about experts and expertise, and how you can stop yourself from falling into a trap of being one of those people that bans themselves as an expert when there's an awkward position that you can be put in when you're stood talking to somebody that isn't an expert in your field but knows more about it than you. Now, you might have seen that from one side, you might have seen it from the other side, but on today's show, I'm going to be going through some examples and trying to help you to come up with a method to become the best that you can possibly be so that the ideal thing happens, that other people around you introduce you as an expert in your field. So, what is the secret method to becoming an expert? Expert and expertise are interesting words and a lot of people use them to define what they do. And often it's based on a very, very limited amount of experience or knowledge, which absolutely baffles me. And you see people out there all the time that are saying, I'm an expert in this. Or you'll hear somebody say to you, oh, here is John. John is an expert in SEO or web design or um He's an electrician, he's an expert in this area because he's been doing it for blah, 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 blah. And I'm always amazed by it because I've, speaking, I've spoken in front of lots of rooms of people over, over time. And one thing I've done with lots of different rooms of people is I've asked the question, who here would say their success that they are experiencing right now in their professional life has come from what they learned at school? Show of hands, over and above reading and writing. So if it's just the reading and writing, yeah, you'd pick that up when you were young, obviously. But is there anything else that you picked up at school and generally speaking, very, 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 if any, if hands go up, very few. And it, I, I, I sort of take it a step further and go, okay, who would say the stuff that they've learned at college or the stuff that they might have learned at university? And there might be a few other hands that go up because at college people might have picked up the skill of plastering because they did a plastering course or they might have gone to university and they picked up some stuff and they've had to do a law degree or they've had to, uh, they, they, they want to be a doctor and done a doctorate or whatever they've done and there might be things that they've picked up. But for the most part, most people see that the, that the success that they experience right now is down to the experience that they have. And any failures that they have often contribute to the future successes. And obviously, I'm a big advocate for, you know, your past failures are not an indicator at all of your future success. And it's only actually by experiencing those failures or at least those perceived failures that you can actually take those experiences and build them into what you're doing right now to ensure that you're going to be experiencing success in the future. So to be an expert in something, in my opinion, you've got to constantly be fine-tuning what you're doing and constantly learning and picking up new things. Because if you were an expert in web design, as an example, and you knew everything there was possibly to know, you knew more than everybody else about web design in 2010, and then chose not to learn anything new between 2010 and where we are today, would you still be an expert? Because in your mind, you might think you are. And obviously they say, don't they? You can't teach an old dog new tricks when someone's got something in their head about something. It's often their own mind that is going to limit how much further growth they have because they think that they already know everything. And I can only speak from my own experience with this. When I worked in sales jobs, if someone ever said to me, even as, even as close as, how close would this have been? Maybe eight or nine years ago. If someone would have come to me when I was in a sales role with people around me, my peers doing the same role when... 
relative to them, I was doing super well. Okay, so if someone would have come to me and said, have you read this book about sales? I know, without saying it out loud, because I'm not big-headed in any way, shape, or form, but if someone would have said to me, you need to read this book, it'll help you to sell more, I would have been thinking, why would I need to read a book? Because look what I'm doing compared to those people around me, which I know is massively, massively flawed. And, you know, I'm constant, everyone that knows me, I'm constantly, constantly learning new stuff at the moment. And it's actually impossible to be an expert in something, in my opinion, without constantly doing the things that are helping you to get better at that thing and finding out what's what's happening right now. And obviously what I do, looking at what the things are that right now are the things that are impacting the number of conversions that you're getting um, and what are the little things that you can change that will have the most drastic impact on the overall result. But without that expertise that comes from that knowledge and that learning that you're doing going forward, you can't be seen as an expert. So a great question to ask anybody that says, I am a HR expert, I am an immigration law expert, I am a web design expert, is ask them, oh great, what is the most recent thing that you have learned? And they, if they're not an expert, they won't be able to tell you anything. They'll say, oh, well, no, 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 I've been doing it for years. And it, there was an example, I was in Costa Coffee, everyone knows Costa. I was in a Costa Coffee, this is a good few weeks ago now, and there was a, a barista in there, that's what they call themselves, in it. They work behind a counter in Costa, oh, my barista, okay, fair enough. And the person in front of me was having a chat to the barista um, and said, oh, are you new here? And she said, oh, no, no, I've been in the coffee game for 10 years. Um, and the person went, oh, right, no way. He said, yeah, I was at whatever, Starbucks or Cafe Nero or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I've got loads of experience in that. And I was thinking, when you're looking at your value to the marketplace, how long would it take me, if I started as a barista in Costa, how long would it take me to know exactly how to do everything that that lady knows how to do, but she thinks she's an expert in coffee or in being a barista or working behind a counter in Costa? It's very, 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 it's very low value to the marketplace because anybody can do it. And I would say within a week, possibly two weeks, at most a month, I know exactly how to do everything that she does now, but she sees herself as an expert. So I could earn whatever she earns right now, but... If she's got in her mind that she's been doing it 10 years and she's got loads and loads and loads of value to offer to the marketplace, she's going to have a shock when she goes to a boss and asks for a pay rise because the boss won't be daft. And obviously, we know some bosses are daft, but most of them look at, well, how replaceable are you? And if they're really, really easy, replaceable, easily replaceable, they're not going to be rewarded in the way that they potentially think that they, are, that they should be. So that lady in particular in Costa Coffee, she's not got 10 years experience in coffee. She's got however long it takes to become at the level that she's at now, which could be a week, two weeks, a month, and she just chose to repeat that. So if it's weekly, she chose to repeat that one-week expertise 500 times. You know, if it's the, um, if it's monthly, it's, what, 120 times she's chosen just to replicate the same thing, and she's not picking up anything new. Now, when you look at your value to the marketplace, everyone's value to the marketplace is defined by uh, what they're going to be rewarded defined by what value they are giving to the marketplace. So if you want a surefire way to be able to negotiate more pay from your boss or someone above you, or to start charging more for your service, look at what value you can add to the thing that you're providing so that the person that you're trying to impact or you're trying to influence gets more value from you and it becomes a no-brainer that they'll want to pay you more because you are offering more value. Please don't be one of those people that just feels like you should be able to charge more because you're quite good at doing the thing because everyone else can do the thing just as well, you're going to just lose clients. There was one example 
of a subscription service that I was part of. And literally, out of the blue, I got an email from this lady that ran this service. And she said, um, as of next month, the price was going. It was £19 uh, £19 a month. And she said, it's going up to £45 a month. No explanation why. No extra services. No extra bonuses. No Nothing extra at all. And I said, do you mind me asking what it is that's made you feel like you can just more than double the price? And she said, I'm already giving away far too much value. And that was her excuse. Now, I stopped using the service because, in my opinion, it was worth what she had been doing and I could get that from somewhere else. And she lost a lot, a lot of clients and ended up bringing the price back down. But please, think about what it is you're doing. Look at how you can how you can possibly increase the value of that thing to the person that you're trying to influence. And you should start to be able to see that you can start to charge more for the same amount of work because you're framing it in a different way. And the expert thing... Look at being an expert and be careful about calling yourself an expert if you're not constantly learning. If you are listening to this and you're listening to other of these podcasts and podcasts similar to mine and you should be one of those people that is picking stuff up, please make sure you're implementing that stuff. And when you're implementing that stuff and you're sharing the learning that you're picking up, you will start to be seen by others as an expert because you are sharing things and teaching them, coaching them and educating them on things that they didn't know before. And it's for other people, in my opinion, to let you know that they think you're an expert and that shows that you're on the right track. But it's never an end result. It's not, oh, I've got to get to there. I've got to read this book and this book and this book and listen to that podcast and do that workshop and that seminar and go to that conference and then I'm an expert. Unfortunately, that's not how the world works. But fortunately, you can constantly be learning, upskilling, honing your skills, developing stuff, trying stuff, changing things, converting it, split testing it, doing all the things and look at what's working. And as I always say, success leaves clues. As you start to do the things that start to give you better results, start to do more of those things. If there are things right now that you're doing and you've been doing them for a long, long time and you're getting very, very little from those things, please stop doing them or change the way that you're doing them. Because the old thing, you're going to keep you're going to keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. So it's really important to note. But to be an expert, you constantly have to be at the forefront of everything that, you be, that you're picking up, which is what I try to do in my field because I'm passionate about it. And if what you're doing in your day-to-day right now, the thing that you've chosen as you're living, you are not passionate enough to be out there and trying to learn more about it constantly. It might just be that you're in the wrong thing. And maybe just have a think about what are the things that you are constantly fascinated by? Or when someone's talking to you about something, your mind's blown and you're thinking, wow, that is so interesting. I want to go away now and do a little bit more learning on that. And it might just be that you're in the wrong field where you could have the maximum amount of impact and you might be able to change something. Or change the offering that you've got within the thing that you are doing to factor in the things that you are really passionate about and as Pedro Odeo says once you've found your people you find your purpose so if you don't necessarily like the things that you're doing right now it might be because you're in a sector where you're not having a maximum amount of impact and it might not necessarily be where your set of expertise lie and it might not be where you've got that passion to learn to upskill and to become better at that thing and once you do do that you can have a profound impact on lots more people You'll build your value into the marketplace and it will help you to live more of a life that you want to live. Now, I've actually got a formula that I've come up with to try to work out the value that you have got to the marketplace. And I'm going to share it um, on a future podcast. I'll go into a little bit more detail with it because the idea with these podcasts and these shows is obviously that they're short, sharp snippets of little things that you can implement and help you on your journey. So if you've got an action point from this show today, look at what it is that you're doing. If you love what you're doing, look at what you could potentially do to upskill yourself, to learn a little bit more, and then to implement some of that stuff to help your offering to become more valuable to the marketplace. 
and in doing so, you should be rewarded um, by your target audience. As always, if you get value from these shows, hopefully you continue to listen to them. I would love it if you uh, would rate, like, and subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications when the next shows come out. But moreover, anybody that you know that you feel like is really, really passionate about what they do, they've got a really, really good solution, but they're struggling to get their business to the point that it's giving them the life that they want to live. I would love you to share the link to this podcast to one of those people, because in doing so, you might just be able to change their world for the better.